In today's show, we've got our Onward movie review. You can get personalized Disney merchandise now in the Disney parks. And you can also, as my mouse is frozen here, and you can get a peek at exclusives coming to uh, this year's Epcot International Flower Garden Festival. We've got meetups. We've got news. We've got all sorts of stuff in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. I find it ironic that we're actually doing a podcast about how to podcast. <laughs> and every time we do a podcast, something goes horribly awry. Yeah. Hey, welcome, everybody. We're so it's glad technology. to be here. Technology, man. I love it. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, if you don't have anything else going on on Monday nights, you can join us live here on Facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Join us. Hang out in the chat room. Meet some new Disney friends. Uh, let us know what you think about the stories you're talking about. Heckless, I don't care. I'm not reading it anyway because <laughs> I would be focused on that and not doing the show. Uh, anyway, love to uh, love to have you guys on the show. Uh, how you doing tonight, Uncle Tony? I'm doing good. How about you? Oh, I'm doing better than I was last week. I think I was just running on fumes last week. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Got some uh, sleep. Doing- got some rest. Got got a little bit of rest. Got some had a good weekend. Uh, I had a knot earlier. I worked it out. Life is good. <laughs> so uh, um, I do want to tell you guys about our sponsor for the show, and that is our friends over at Destinations to Travel. It doesn't matter what type of travel you want to do, a cruise, uh, maybe an adventure by Disney, uh, maybe a destination event, a wedding, or, or anything that you want to do that involves travel, our friends at Destinations to Travel can take care of you. But if you're looking for some Disney travel, Friends, they've got you hooked up because now you can save up to 20% on rooms in early 2020 at Select World Disney World Resorts. And you can also join them on a one-of-a-kind adventure by Disney experience in Southern California. It's going to be amazing. You're going to see some of the famous icons uh, of the Walt Disney World legacy. Uh, You're going to be able to have an amazing dinner with Disney legends Bob Gurr and Garner Holt. You're going to meet our good friend, Disney historian Jeff Barnes. Uh, have dinner with those guys over at Steakhouse 55. If you've never been on an adventure by Disney, this is a great way to get your feet wet. And Disney uh, Destinations to Travel has you hooked up. You're going to be able to go to Disneyland, Disney California Adventure, uh, Walt Disney Animation Studios, Walt Disney Archives, Walt Disney Imagineering. All of that is on this adventure by Disney. The only way that you can go, though, is if you go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, travel. That's DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, travel. There's a quick little form. Fill it out. Let them know you want to go on the ABD or you want to go on a cruise or you want to go to Walt Disney World, take advantage of those special rates. Whatever you want to do, fill that out and someone from uh, Destination Travel will get back to you. We thank them for being our sponsors. We are so excited they're partnered with us. And uh, we hope you guys have a great trip and take us along or at least send pictures. Oh, yeah. Uh, appreciate that. So um, 
I know the movie came out this weekend, but right. Tony and I had to go see a uh, a press screening, uh, and we were embargoed. <laughs> There's a little bit of a confusion on the embargo, but usually it's like the day of yeah. or the day before. Right. <laughs> and because it was a weekend and we do our show on Monday, now we get to give you our review of Onward. Right. So, um, any thoughts? What do you? How do you want to start? Uh, what were your thoughts on Onward? Do we need to? Do we need to give them a, an idea of what the movie's about? Or? Yeah, we could do that. Uh, go ahead. All right. So the movie is about uh, two brothers who uh, uh, one never really got to see their father. The other one had a very short time with their father. Their father mm-hmm. passed away. They found this tape that had a very short recording of their dad's voice. And being that they live in this magical land, uh, go on a quest with half of their father. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll just leave it at that and let you watch and figure out what that means. Uh, And uh, find out that the journey was really not about going on this quest to find their father, but the fact that they had each other and mm-hmm. you know they're best friends and yada yada yada. Yeah, it's really good. It's it's set in this suburban type world where yeah. magic exists, but it's been forgotten. Right. Uh. So there's a lot of modern conveniences, but mm-hmm. you know, like one of the characters is a centaur. Right. You know the brothers are elves. Mm-hmm. You know there's all sorts of mythical beasts, but they don't really think of themselves that way. Right. Uh, so it's really good. It's a, it's a, it's a great movie. It'd be movie. like if Harry Potter was dropped into 2020. <laughs> right. Right. What would that be like? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, it was a great movie. It's done by the same team that did Monsters University. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously it's a Pixar movie and it's just, um, it's one of those movies where you just sit there and enjoy it and go on the ride. Is it going to change your life? Probably not. But for those of you who have siblings or relationship issues with parents or you just really love, you know, your mom or dad and you'll see yourself in one of these characters. Right. Uh, the coolest thing is, is the two main characters are Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. Right. So it's great to see, you know, Star-Lord and Spider-Man in completely different <laughs> roles. It's as Uh, if you're watching a Marvel show with different characters. (laughs) That's true. That's true. And and it's so great because the uh, the older brother, who's played by Chris Pratt, Mm. often goes into his uh, his Thor sounding voice. But it's it's very much like the brother was like when I grew up. Mm. You know, had had a van, had a big unicorn on it, Mm. listened to ACDC. You know, it was that kind of feeling. I mean, I, I felt very yeah. comfortable in that situation. Yeah. Um, the voice cast is amazing. Yeah. The mom uh, is uh, Julie, uh, Julie Lewis Dreyfus, which yeah, I was kind of shocked. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was pretty inc- incredible. Yeah. Uh, and it was just really cool. Uh, Octavia Spencer was also in it. She played mm-hmm. the Mandalore. Yeah. Uh, it's directed now by Mandalorian. Man- <laughs> no, Man, Man, Manda, 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 what is Manda it? Mandalore. Mandalore. Yeah. Manticore. Manticore. Yes. Manticore who gets back into her manticoreness. Right. Uh it's great. It's it's a good movie. There yeah. is there is one scene that if you're a more conservative person you'd be like, Oh, really? Mm. But uh it goes by quick and it's yeah. not that big a deal. Yeah. Um 
It's definitely a good family movie. Yeah, it's a, it's a good family movie. There's a lot of um, funny, just funny stuff. Yeah. You know, like where we have like, uh, uh, you know, uh, raccoons mm. they have like rabid, you know, um, what are those unicorns? Yeah, it's just right. it's just great. Yeah, it's just great. It's a lot of really cool yeah. stuff. Uh, the ending is really good. Yeah, um, it has a look and feel. I would say like the movie Dinosaur. Yeah, it does kind of had that. a little. I can't say cartoonish, but it had a little. I, I mean, I always get blown away at how realistic. Mm-hmm. You know how Pixar can drop that wall of reality like instantaneously. And you're like, oh, I believe that people are blue and could have pointy ears. <laughs> and yeah. could run around in cars and yada, yada. But yeah, it's uh, it has a, 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 a different feel than you know some of the other movies they've done of recent. There's a, there's a section of the movie where you kind of feel like you're watching uh, like the first 15 minutes of Up. Mm. There's not a lot of words going on, mm. but there's a ton of stuff being communicated. Uh, it's just a good, it's just a great movie. I enjoyed the snot out of it. It's one of those movies, and yeah. I can't say this like, no disrespect. I loved Toy Story Four. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a great movie. Right. I I'm probably not going to watch it again and again. This movie I could actually watch again and again. Mm-hmm. Um, the message was good. It was just fun. I love the characters. Um, is is just really really good. Right. Uh, Purple socks is all I got to say. <laughs> right. Yep. So go see it. It's in theaters now. Totally worth it. Uh, we want to thank our friends. Who's it? Mo Mo Modoc or is it still Modoc or Morock? No, it's not Morock. Yeah. Morock. It's a M O R C H. Oh yeah. No, Modoc is a Marvel villain. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I go. I read too many comic books. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of what we thought of uh, Onward. Go see it. Let us know how close we were. Yeah. Uh, I gave it two thumbs up. Yep. I agree. I Good, 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 good. I'll good. give it a one right. Cisco, one Ebert. You'll give it one Cisco, one Ebert? Thumb. <laughs> Wait, I, I have watched... them in my drawer over here. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy coming off of that and the relationship with the dad. Because, mm. you know, I got my funky relationship with my dad. I watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which is all oh. about dad and family yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's that scene where Groot is trying to get the little you know, thing for Yondo. Mm. And uh, he brings in this big toe. And Rock is like, tell me you keep a lot of big toes in a refrigerator somewhere. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else we need to get to? No, I think that's it. All right. So I guess there's nothing else we can do, boys and girls, except get into... The news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. <laughs> I am taking over the sound. <laughs> Next week, I'm pressing the buttons. Uh, all right. Uh, apparently, now you can create personalized Disney merchandise with Made, now available at Disney Parks. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Disney Parks merchandise team has continued to evolve the D-Tech on-demand experience and is now offering Made, a new and expanded way to customize and create your own Disney merch. With Made, you'll now be able to create customized apparel, including short and long-sleeve t-shirts, 
From a library of Disney art to celebrate everything from family vacations, birthdays, seasonal holidays, and more. Creating your design is an easy as selecting the apparel uh, or accessory item you'd like to customize. Disney art, choosing your color, and adding your name. Purchases are ready to be picked up in just a few hours or conveniently delivered to your Disney resort or shipped home. Uh, guests will start the to see the new uh, brand transitioning at current DTEC on demand locations. And uh, uh, just to name a few are Magic Kingdom Park at Tomorrowland Light and Power Company right outside of Space Mountain, uh, Frontier Trading Post and Curtain Call Collectibles. Uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios, Star Wars Launch Bay, and Celebrity Five and Dime Shop. Or is it Five and Ten Stop? I never can get that straight. Five and Ten? Yeah, I would say Five and Dime, personally. Um, Disney Springs at the Market Co-op and the NBA Experience. Oh, yay. Uh, And the Disneyland Resort at the Star Wars Launch Bay and Star Traders. Uh, so yeah, go out and check that out. This is um this is great. I wonder how generic the artwork is. Pretty, pretty generic. Yeah, from what I saw. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And unfortunately, nope. Disney adds a premium onto these things because it's custom made for years. Disney Disney was like, all these people are here for like their vacations and family vacations. So how do we, how do we get in on that? How do we but, squeeze a little bit more out of that wallet? How do we get a little more juice out of that lemon? <laughs> uh, I, you know, I'm I'm down with it. I think it's great. Mm. But the the fun thing about those shirts for a lot of the people is they wear them when they arrive. Right. How are you going to get these shirts before you get to Walt Disney World? Shop or Dis- Disney. Shop Disney probably. Are they do it on Shop Disney too? I I bet they will. Oh please, <laughs> please. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, uh, here's a little peek at some of the stuff that's coming uh, this year to Epcot's International Flower and Garden Already? Festival. Not food and wine, but flower. Uh, Disney gave everybody a little peek uh, at some of the annual pass holder exclusive items coming this year to Epcot's International Flower and Garden Festival. If you're a pass holder for the festival, here are just a full, uh, full a little list to jot down on your shopping experience. Once you can find your way to a shop <laughs> from the main entrance, <laughs> <laughs> you'll be entertained with that experience first. <laughs> Grab a map. No yeah. matter how long you've been coming to Walt Disney World, yeah. you'll need yeah. a little complicated. Uh, Orange Bird fans uh, rejoice. The beloved Orange Bird will be featured on a lot of the uh, annual pass holder things, including the magnet this year for the F&D uh, mm. festival. Not to be outdone, uh, Donald Duck and Spike the Bee. I, oh. I don't know where Spike the Bee came from. Somebody has to help me with that. Spike the Bee? Yeah, it's a, it's a bee. I don't know where he came from. And uh, they will also star on their own AP magnets. The Donald Duck slash Spike magnet will be available from March 4th to April 19th. And then the Orange Bird magnet will be uh, uh, April 20th to June 1st. See what they're doing there? Get you to go two different times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not stupid people. Uh, yep. Pass holders will be able to... They should have made everybody check in 15 times first to get a magnet. Uh, mm, <laughs> pass holders will be able to pick up their magnets at Mouse Gears, if you can find it. <laughs> Temporary location is just across the breezeway, if you can find it. 
It must be uh, must be present with a valid annual pass and a photo ID. Uh, mm-hmm. In the area of passholder exclusive merch, Disney will also be offering an assortment of items to choose from, including T-shirts, Disney trading pins. Annual passholders will be able to use their twenty percent discount on merchandise items. Orange Bird and Donald Duck and Spike the Bee will also be available, uh, featured in their own merchandise collections. The uber-popular Orange Bird Sipper from last year's festival will also make its return. So if you didn't wait in any of those long lines, you can have another crackhead waiting in another long line. Uh, Spike the Bee will be getting a sipper of his own this year. Uh, The Spike Sipper should be spiked. Get it? Spike Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Coming up. Will be filled with a honey peach freeze and will be available at the Honey Bistro Outdoor Kitchen. <laughs> Annual pass holders will also receive a 15% on the Behind the Seeds uh, Garden uh, Tour and a 10% discount on Garden Rocks a Concert Series Dining Packages. And uh, I think we're going to talk about who's going to be uh, coming this year. Mm. Uh, the Flower and Garden starts March 4th, which is next week. And we'll end on June 1st. Mm. Mm. So who is Spike the Bee? Do we know? Spike the Bee came out in the 50s, 30s, and 40s. Excuse mm. me, 30s and 40s. Okay. Uh, he was known as Buzz Buzz. He was also known as uh, Buzzington. Okay. Uh, if you if you look him up online, mm-hmm. and see him and go, oh, yeah. yeah. He's in a lot of the classic yeah. okay. movies. All right. That's good. All right. Um, we just got done recording a few shows. A few. If you can believe it. Uh, we just got done recording a few shows for our Patreon uh, folks over at patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. So what the deal is, is if you love what we do here and you want to support the show, uh, the best way to do that is to go to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast and sign up to be a Patreon. And uh, there's a lot of amazing rewards in the tiers there, uh, depending on how much you want to uh, contribute per month. But the cool thing is if you come at the $5 level, you get the extra magic hour and the extra extra magic hour show. But if you come in at the $10 level, uh, we have our, a brand new show that we started a few months ago. That's been a big hit and it's the Disney plus podcast creatively named mm-hmm. uh, talk all things Disney plus. Uh, we break down some of the new stories that are coming out. Some of the shows that are coming out. You always know the latest and greatest news with Disney plus podcast. That's just $10 a month. We also have, uh, I believe it's what thirty five dollars a month. Am mm-hmm. I right? Mm-hmm. Where yeah. you sign up, you get all of the free shows, and you get all not free. You get all the shows, plus you get all the rewards at that level, and you have uh, one Disney by the numbers T shirt club shirt every month included. So if you love the shirts and you love the show, it's a no brainer because it helps us out. It also gets you a shirt every month. Uh, you don't have to worry about missing the email. You don't have to worry about, uh, you know, forgetting to like I do all the time to order by the 10th, mm-hmm. uh, take care of that for you. So go over to a uh, patreon.com slash a Disney parks podcast. And the cool thing is we even have a show with no ads for those of you who don't like ads in our shows. Uh, and that's just three bucks a month. So there, there you go. go. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, hey, this week's uh, trivia is brought to you by Character Signatures Autograph Books, where you can get high-quality, affordable autograph books for collecting Disney character signatures at any of the Disney parks or cruise lines. All books are just five ninety nine each, with wow. free two-day shipping at Amazon Prime. Hundreds of creative designs to choose from, including your favorite characters. Uh, perfect for travel, easy to carry, easy to pack. You can get them at the website, charactersignatures.com. Uh, but if you answer this week's trivia question correctly, you'll get to. All right. Uh, last week's trivia question, John, was. Yes. What was the year the original FastPass system was deployed in Walt Disney World? 1864. Close. 1971. No. No. 1917. <laughs> uh, the correct answer was 1999. Wow. Yeah. Not that long ago. Uh, and the winner is Mary. And Mary, two books are on their way to you. So Sweet. Check your mail for that. All right. Uh, this week's trivia question is, John, you ready? Totally ready. On what Walt Disney World attraction would yep. you have heard the phrase, and right. I'm using my air quotes, uh-huh. ready when you are, CB, end quote, send that correct answer to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. That was the life and times of Charles Bronson. Correct. I knew it. I'm getting free books, y'all. <laughs> I should plug that in. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's funny. Uh, all right. Garden Rocks concert series. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that they made the switch because before when it was all the flower power stuff, yeah, not so much for me. Yeah. Uh, they announced a lot. Uh, I think they have a complete listing now. I think they have like one or two holes. Right. But the Garden Rocks Concert Series happens during the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. And what they do is like every two or three days, they have new people come in. So if you come on a Tuesday and then you come back on like Thursday or Friday, there'll be somebody new there. So that's pretty cool. Right. Uh, so I won't give you the dates. We'll have that listed on our website. Sure. But here is the list in order of the people who are coming starting on March 4th. Peebo Bryson. Ooh. Yeah. New to the Garden Rock series. Ooh. Uh, the orchestra starring former members of ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. Mm. Hmm. And then this one, I don't understand. March 10th, 11th, and 12th is the Guess Who. Mike. Who? who? Who's coming? Guess Who. Who? That's who? what I don't understand. Guess Who's Who. Coming? I don't want to get. <laughs> Men at work? Just, Who's coming? Just Guess Who. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, next up is Simple Plan. Which is great because uh, the other band, uh, Complex Plan, oh, sucked. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they were awful. Yeah. Uh, Starship, starring Mickey Thomas, is coming. Mark Wills, who is new to the Garden Rocks series. Now, when mm-hmm. these are new to the Garden Rocks, it doesn't necessarily mean they're new to Epcot. Because right. Mark's been coming to Food and Wine for a long time. Mm. Uh, the Spinners are coming. Uh, March... my way back to you, girl. That's right. Sing it, girl. <laughs> Uh, March 27th and 28th, uh, one of those days, I'm going to go see Sister Hazel uh, and the Pointer Sisters. And I've seen the Pointer Sisters, and they're really interesting in concert. They just come out and... Yeah, they just point. Let me point out a few of my favorite flowers. 
it's a lot like watching Elton John live. He yeah. points a lot. weird. Right. Uh, Steve Arg uh, Argeri, who is a f- one of the f- one of the former lead singers for Journey, really, hmm. uh, will be there. Yeah, March thirty first through the second. He was a guy that took over right after Steve Perry left, right oh, before really? uh, the dude from the Philippines took Ooh, over. Interesting. That was awful. Blood, Sweat, and Tears is coming in April. Expose. Berlin featuring Terry Nunn, which I think is funny because Terry Nunn was always just a member of Berlin, and now it's just Berlin featuring Terry Nunn. Mm. A oh, flock she of she wanted to, to be known that she's That's right. Berlin. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I don't like a flock of seagulls, but I can see that you do. Uh, a flock of seagulls is coming. I can. I don't know if I can name a flock of seagulls to you. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. Oh, anyway. Uh, and then a band called TBD is coming on <laughs> the 12th to 13th, which is weird. Uh, and then I cannot wait for this. I am going. I am going every day, every show. Tony Orlando. Woo! Which, with a name like Orlando, you'd think he'd be here a little bit more often. All right. Uh, a quick story. So, uh, on my team, at one point, there were two Tonys. And I was always... Been, I was then named Tony Orlando. <laughs> so sense. every time somebody used to say my name, I used to sing the song. <laughs> Tie a yellow round the tree. Uh, did you used to watch the Tony Orlando and Dawn show? Yes. Yes. I uh, I did too. Yeah. He used to be uh, on the Mar- He used to do the New York uh, uh, version of the the muscular dystrophy marathon every labor day yeah back when uh back cable systems used to have wor yes wor out of new york mm-hmm. i would always flip over to watch him yeah. on the break because i couldn't stand the atlanta people they're just boring yeah. yeah uh next up is high valley which i think is a country act if i'm not mistaken really and then on the 19th and 20th rick's ringfield i gotta see rick uh, and then plain white tees is coming. Uh, the tie dye guys couldn't make it, so they just got the plain white tees. Yeah. And then finally, on April twenty eighth and thirtieth, Don Felder, formerly of the Eagles, will be there, and uh, that'll be great. He's one half of the iconic Hotel California guitar solo. Oh. <laughs> uh, him and Joe Walsh. Uh, yeah. So let's be. Uh, now I would I would rather I'd pay to go see Joe Walsh before I could no, no. see. And then the rest the yeah, he plays the first part and then he just stands there. Yeah, man, rock on. And then he does the harmony part, which is weird because you know it's just awkward. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, Don Felder's great in concert. Yeah. All right. All right. So All right. Check- Next up, uh, hey, uh, the Diamond Horseshoe Saloon Lounge is coming to uh, Disney's Villain After Hours parties. So beginning yeah. February 21st, guests attending the Disney Villain After Hour parties at the Magic Kingdom. We'll have something new to experience during the event. The Diamond Horseshoe Saloon Lounge will offer villainous treats and assortments of specialty beverages during the three-hour event. Disney Villains After Hours is a separate ticketed event, a special nighttime event that showcases some of Disney's most beloved villains. Yay, yay. Uh, the event allow, uh, allows a limited number of guests to experience Magic Kingdom for an additional three hours after it closes to its day guests. Attendees can frightfully uh, can enjoy frightfully fun entertainment, photo ops, spooky cuisine, and park entry as early as 7 p.m. 
have head over to Disney Villains After Hour page uh, for all the details and pricing. But please note that there are no villain meets. You cannot meet the villains. No, man. Which is the weirdest part of this whole thing. <laughs> Why you say that? You, it'd be like I'm going to a Mickey and Minnie party, but Mickey and Minnie aren't going to be there, and you can't meet them. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. It's <laughs> classic pro wrestling. If you're a heel, if you're a bad guy. Yeah. You don't sign autographs. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't hug babies. You don't. You don't shake hands. You're a bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know, just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy. <laughs> but uh, you just yeah. misunderstood. <laughs> you just misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, dear Josh, a uh, new Walt Disney World president. Yeah. Could we find a way to utilize the horseshoe jamboree place more often rather than when the park is at capacity or special events? It used to be open for lunch, which I thought was fantastic. All right. I get it. There's not a lot of seating inside. Right. That's fine. But there are still, you could put some tables on the, the outside there. Just find a way to utilize the place a little bit more. Put entertainment in the building again. Thank you, Josh. I'm in with my rant. <laughs> All right. So, um, and I don't even know how I can say this with a straight face. Just when you thought it was safe. <laughs> to get back in your minivan. To get back in the minivan. <laughs> I guess at some point we're going to start watching what we say. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> minivan services. I can't even say this have raised rates on airport and cruise transfers and extends hours. So they've given you more time to do the minivans. Mm. That's going to cost you. Uh, The minivan service operated by Lyft at Walt Disney World has raised its prices slightly on airport and cruise transfers. Minivan is a personal ride service that offers point-to-point transportation around Walt Disney World property as well as to and from Orlando International Airport, MCO, not Sanford. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Port Canaveral. Yeah. Uh, the cost for a transfer to or from MCO just increased from $150 to $155 per vehicle each way. <laughs> in addition, in, in another change, the hours of service from airport transfers, transfers have been extended and are now offered from 6 a.m. until 11.59 p.m., wow. which great. Yeah. Uh, for those late flights coming in from the West Coast yeah. and a transfer to or from Port Canaveral for a Disney Cruise Line vacation has increased from 240 to $249 per vehicle per way. Wow. There's got to be cheaper ways to get to Port Canaveral. Guys, here's the deal. <laughs> Tony Casanova, Park Opera John, will drive you, will pick you up from whatever location and take you to whichever location half the price you'll sit in a nice comfortable automobile we'll play disney music if there's kids we'll play trivia it'll be great tell you disney stories tell you stories (laughs) give you a disney podcast in the vehicle (laughs) i'll even pick you up at universal if that's what you want yeah yeah Yeah. it's crazy i would spend 250 dollars for for a ride on an uber would cost you half of what, that. 50 bucks, 60 yeah. bucks. Yeah. 
That's just unbelievable to me. Yeah, that's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's unbelievable to me. Yeah, yeah, and even from the airport, that that is ludicrous. You can make it uh, to a Disney resort on Uber or Lyft for thirty, forty dollars. Yeah, uh, and, and even if you wanted the best, the the premium vehicle, it's not, it's not what they're charging. No, and I look, I, no disrespect, I get it. Yeah. I love those minivans, but dude, it's just. A minivan with polka dots. Yeah. You know, it's right. not, it's not a, you know, it's not that, it's not that unique. Yeah. All right. I could put polka dots on my car for the right price. I've seen <laughs> birds fly over your car and put polka dots on it. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, if you have not, uh, we only have uh, about one uh, RSVP left for our meetup. On March 7th, we're going to the new CityWorks Poor House at Disney Springs. Uh, we'll hang out there, have some cocktails, have some snacks, all that kind of stuff. Uh, also, then, you can join us for a Ravello character breakfast on May 2nd, but you must RSVP by at least April 20th so that we can make that reservation. So, uh, those are our two upcoming uh, meetups that we're going to have. March 7th at uh, CityWorks uh, Poor House. Poor as in alcohol, a beer. Not as in beer, not as in poor, as in P-O-O-R. That's right. Uh, and uh, stay tuned for other things that uh, we are working on. All right, so if you uh, heard our review of Onward, now you may have the chance to meet the Onward characters heading to Disney's California Adventure. Uh, starting soon, guests at Disney's California Adventure will be able to meet Ian and Barley Lightfoot the teenage elf brothers featured in the uh, Pixar film Onward. Uh, the pair will debut during Disneyland After Dark Pixar Night after hours event on March 5th. Uh, then we'll start appearing on Pixar Pier during the regular park hours the next day, which is also where the film premieres in theaters. Onward tells the story of Ian, who just celebrated the 16th birthday of an older brother, Barley, who head out together on a magical quest initiated by their late father. Ian and Barley are also heading to Hong Kong Disneyland, which is closed, (laughs) to do nothing. (laughs) To stand at the gate and go. You're not heading there now. (laughs) What's up? (laughs) Hey, uh, guys, I know you were thinking about going over to Hong Kong Disneyland. About that. Yeah, so here's something interesting I heard that they're trying to build in Disneyland, I believe it is. They're trying to build a black box uh attraction really so it'll be a trackless system that'll kind of go through but each of the uh different show areas will kind of be where they can project or stand up flat things and a black light kind of thing so when a new movie comes out the day the new movie comes out they can have a little mini attraction set up in this black box building brilliant yeah yeah that's smart. Yeah. So we'll we'll see if that comes to actual fruition. We'll just have Spider Man fly over it. That'd be fine. Yeah, I'm good with that too. <laughs> <laughs> or Tinkerbell or Buzz or Dumbo. Dumbo. I don't care. Just yeah. throw something over it. Anybody. Cool. Anybody. Anyone? Anyone? Anyone want to fly over? Catapult a stitch. Hanak. Close it off and get somebody else in the suit. Mickey, many. Uh, sorry. That's awful. Hey, guys, you want to have brunch with the Easter Bunny? 
I do. <laughs> but I can't do it here because it's only a Disney Disneyland. Mm. At the is it the Katal Katal restaurant? I think so. I why can I not pronounce anything from Disneyland? <sighs> because it's from the West Coast. Yeah, I feel so bad. And I know Jen just laughs at me the whole time. <laughs> uh, the Katow restaurant in downtown Disney uh, at Disneyland Resort is hosting brunch with the Easter Bunny during Easter weekend. The event takes place April 11th and 12th from 8 a.m. until 1.30 p.m. Guests will receive a family-style brunch that includes, but is not limited to, chicken and waffles, bacon and eggs, plus apple cider for the kids and bottomless mimosas for the grown-ups because God knows <laughs> you're going to need it. Dessert is a build-your-own Sunday bar, which makes sense because it's Easter. Uh, the fun continues with crafts and a picture with the Easter bunny and a stuff-your-own Easter bunny plush. Um, <laughs> oh, <why not? laughs> Brunch is $89 for adults and just $39 for kids. Wow. Uh, heck yeah. Uh, plus tax. The kids uh, are ages 3 to 10, so, you know. Uh, and gratuity is not included. Catal can validate parking for up to five hours in the downtown Disney lot. Uh, tickets are available uh, for purchase at the Catal restaurant website, which I am assuming is probably C-A-T-A-L dot com dot com or something like that. Sounds like it. All right. Hey, uh, more entertainment cuts coming to uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, Frozone, Bo Peep, Meet and Greets are going seasonal in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, the Meet and Greet for Bo Peep uh, in Toy Story Land and Frozone in Pixar Place will be going seasonal. Uh, their last days were this past Saturday, the 22nd. Mike Wazowski will also be leaving the park's uh, Monster Inc. Meet and Greet on the same day. So Mike's gone. Sully will be there standing alone, <laughs> weeping. Where's my so- friend? I'm not half the monster I used to be because they took Mike Wachowski <laughs> away. Uh, <laughs> also closing on uh, this past Saturday was the Star Wars Galaxy Far, Far Away stage show. Hopefully they'll put it far, far away from where it was. Uh, I really <laughs> think they need entertainment over there, but that's, you know. Neither the circle has come complete. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's no official word on when we'll see these characters again or why they're moving to seasonal. I'll tell you why they're moving to seasonal. Monday. The, let me, hang on. Before you go further. Mm-hmm. Disney's having a problem with guests trying to get on the rise of the resistance, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all rushing to go to Toy Story Land, right? Mm-hmm. Are you giving them less to do? Wouldn't it make more sense to have an influx of characters to pull people away from those attractions to stand in line to get pictures taken? Uh, one doesn't that make more sense? One would think that. Wouldn't one? <laughs> Don't understand that logic. Yeah, and and, and, and the it, fact that they've shrunk the citizens of Hollywood down as well. I know, right? I don't I don't understand the logic behind it. It just it's frustrating and I don't understand. Um, Help me understand. Someone, please. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my last hope. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh Disney Channel Fan Fest is um I hate my mouth. Returning to Disneyland. 
and it's expanding to Walt Disney World. Hey, thanks, guys. The third annual Disney Channel Fan Fest is an interactive Disney experience for kids and families, which is returning to Disneyland this May and expanding into Walt Disney World. The fan event will kick off at Disneyland Park and Disney California Adventure Park at Anaheim on Saturday, May 9th. And the fun will continue at Epcot during the International Flower and Garden Festival on May 16th through the 17th, May 23rd, my mom's birthday, and 24th, and May 30th and 31st. I'm assuming those are weekends. Uh, fans will get to take part in many activities with the cast from the Disney Channel's most popular shows. Some of the activities at Disneyland Resort includes Disney's Quizney Trivia Challenge, Learn to draw sessions with creators from Disney Television Animation. Sneak peek at the upcoming Disney Channel original movie, Upside Down Magic. <laughs> Descendants and Zombies themes dance party. Photo ops with the Disney Channel stars. Uh, there will also be a cavalcade down Main Street USA, Disneyland Park, featuring Disney Channel stars and Disney characters. This mini parade will be live streamed on the Disney Parks blog and Disney Channel's YouTube page. Disney Channel Fan Fest events will include stars from Gabby Duran, Gabby Duran and the Unsittables. I don't know. Raven's Home, Just Roll With It, Signy to the Max, Coop and Cammy Ask the World, Bunked, and the upcoming Disney Fam Jam, and Upside Down Magic. Uh, the Learn to Draw sessions will feature the creative team behind Big City Greens, The Owl House, Amphibia and DuckTales. Yeah. <laughs> More details as well as talent at the event schedule will be shared at a later date. So be sure to stay tuned for more updates. Now, here's the thing. All that stuff sounds great. All that stuff was only at Disneyland. Mm. What do we get? Nothing. <laughs> we get, like, cardboard cutouts. <laughs> They'll stream it in the parks. <laughs> yeah, they'll just roll in a big screen like they did when they yeah. turned the uh, the Epcot ball into the Death Star. Right. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Just yeah. Uh, talk about the uh, studios. Disney Movie Magic, the projection show, is going to return to the studios. Uh, this will return on March 13, 2020 on select nights. So that means that they're probably only doing the Star Wars show. Uh, Disney Movie Magic will transform the Chinese theater at Disney's Hollywood Studios with special lighting and state-of-the-art projection mapping technology to put you right in the middle of the celebration of Disney films. The show features dozens of Disney classics like Mary Poppins, two contemporary blockbusters such as Pirates of the Caribbean, Indiana Jones Adventure, Gardens of the Galaxy, Volume 2, it's a high-energy show that spans a variety of different genres, including musicals, romance, comedy, classical, fantasy, sci-fi, adventure, and more. There's no word on how long the Disney Movie Magic production show will run. So as soon as we get more details, we'll provide them to you. We'll provide them to yeah. you. Provide them to yeah. you. Until then, you're clueless. We'll provide yeah, them to, to you. you. Hey, first it was Fast Pass Plus. Yep. And it was PhotoPass Plus. Yeah. Then it was Disney Plus. Then there was Extra Magic Hours and Extra Magic Hour Plus. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, may I now present to you Disney Dining Plan Plus. Yay, Disney! Coming, coming to Walt Disney World February 27th. Did Disney buy the Google keyword plus? 
Yeah. It's just you know they did. slapping you it know? on everything they, they, they can. <laughs> so beginning on February 27th, which is three Thursday? Days yeah, three days. Thursday, right? Yeah. Uh, as we record the show, not as you're listening to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney will be introducing Disney Dining Plan Plus, a brand new Disney Dining Plan offered only as part of a Disney Resort Hotel package. Disney Dining Plan Plus allows guests to redeem their two meals each day in any combination of either table service, quick service, or character dining. Disney Dining Plan Plus, Jesus, God help me. Disney Dining Plan Plus includes two snacks per night, a hotel refillable mug, and unlimited refills on soda, single-serve teas and coffees, and one specialty non-alcoholic beverage. Guests 21 and older can enjoy one beer, wine, or cocktail. Right. Make a big one. Meals are able to be redeemed in any order or combination, and unused meals roll over from day to day. The Disney Dining Plan Plus goes on sale February 27th and can be used beginning on February 28th. So if you're coming and you're like, heck yeah, I got to get in on this bad boy, you can buy it today and eat it tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to let you in on a little secret about Disney's uh, free dining. It's not free. free. You're paying rack rate for the room and they're giving you a dining. And I am... but this is not free dining. This yeah. is just a dining plan. Yeah, but they'll offer this later free when the free dining okay. thing comes out. They'll roll it okay. into that. Yeah. All right, this next story's really got me excited. You ready? Yeah, go for it. Virgin Trains USA is making a stop at Walt Disney World, and they are moving forward. I don't know a lot about train anatomy, but how do they know? <laughs> they know. So, unlike uh, the Europeans, the UK, and even Asia with high-speed trains, uh, the U.S. is not known for their terrific network of trains. So, no, just having one is a, a good start. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, the company is looking to change uh, <clears throat> all this for the series of projects in Florida and between SoCal and uh, Vegas. Uh, Virgin... Trains USA, currently operating in Florida <clears throat> as Brightline, is developing a rail system that will one day connect Miami, Orlando, and Tampa. So mm-hmm. I think the train would go like Tampa, Orlando, Miami, and it would ping pong back and forth all day long. Mm. Uh, the primary Orlando terminal is expected to be at the Orlando International Airport, a dub. But there will also be uh, plans for a stop at either the Orange County Convention Center, Walt Disney World, or both. I think it'll wind up being both. Yeah. According to a recent release by Virgin Trains USA and reported on by the Orlando Business Journal, progress has continued forward, uh, building the Walt Disney World terminal beyond the initial uh, memorandum of understanding uh, filed last year. Disney and Virgin Trains have proceeded to early stages of engineering and environmental assessments, along with revenue and ridership estimates. Uh, yeah, w- 69 million people came to the airport. Half of them went to uh, Disney World. Yeah, you'll have ridership. Maybe. <laughs> A couple people might ride it. Yeah. Uh, the OBJ quotes as saying, the station and related rail infrastructure will provide a direct connection between Disney, 
the most visited theme park destination in the world, and mm. South Florida, with a seamless connection to our planned stations at Port Miami, the busiest cruise port in the world. Cruise passengers would be more conveniently be able to supplement their cruise voyage on a Virgin cruise uh, <laughs> with a visit to Disney theme parks. The extension of the system will uh, uh, from uh, the Orlando airport to the Disney station would also serve as the first phase of potential future connections to Tampa. End quote. Mm. It is still unconfirmed where the Walt Disney World station would be located or even if it will be on property. However, an earlier high-speed railroad project in Florida had plans for a station located just off the I-4 freeway on the northeast side of 192 and to the east of ESPN Wild World Sports Complex. Hmm. Although there have been some recent developments in the area backstage facilities of Walt Disney World, there's still plenty of land available and a natural connection to Walt Disney World uh, resort system of roads and perhaps even a natural location for a spur of the Skyliner. Hello. Hello. Uh, personally, we'd like to see uh, if Disney can figure it out. Uh, some sort of promotional partnership between Virgin that included, you know, some of their forward thinking technology like the Hyperloop. You know, maybe something in Epcot. Imagine a new world, a merchant pavilion. Build the two things. Have a synergy, you know, with the the train. Anyway. Uh, the first goal is to finish the connection from Miami to Orlando. And then right now they're working on an extension track from Brevard along 528 to MCO. And I believe that construction has already begun. When that segment is done, travel from Miami to Orlando will take about three hours by train. Ooh. Uh, phase two will extend the track uh, to the station at Walt Disney World. The trick is going to be getting uh, more people to travel by train in America, and it's having functional railway systems that is efficient and a present savings of time, money, and transportation. High-speed trains are uh, very energy efficient, and increasing adoption of them will be take a big part in fighting them. Listen, if they can get me from here to Miami in three hours for a reasonable price, and I think the ticket was like, going to be like 16 bucks, that's fantastic. I mean, a tank of gas. I can't get from here to there on a tank of gas for $16. Right. Well, the trick is, is once you get there, what are you going to do? I'm going to have dinner, and then I'm going to be back in bed by 10 o'clock. How are you going to get to dinner? Uber. Well, that's what you're going to have to do. That's the trick. See, when, when that Uber didn't exist when they were talking about the new rail system in Tampa back in the day. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, well, once you get there, how are you going to move around? Right. And then now Twitter or now Twitter. Now Uber's the thing. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my only concern. Mm. It's like, OK, great. How do you get to the train station? How do you get back home? Mm. You know, they always mm. put them in weird places in town. This would be super convenient for me. Yeah. I would love to drive down to, you know, do a three hour train ride to Miami. And hell, yes. Hang. Think of the fun we could have. That'd be great. <laughs> You and me, you and me, and Sid and my on a train for three hours. Oh my god! Let's just pray to God there's not cocktails involved. <laughs> Please God. Because if I don't have to drive for three hours, I'm drinking. <laughs> Happy hammer, Tony. I will be drinking for three hours. 
We're going to play a drinking game. Drink every time you pass a telephone pole. <laughs> God help us all. I think he's serious, kids. I really do. That's that's both good and scary all at the same time. Yeah. I, I, um, I'm a, that uh, really. I'm excited about this. I, good, I yeah. hope it happens. I'm going to stay yeah. on it. All right. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean is going to be closing. Don't worry, at Disneyland Paris. Uh, for the annual refurbishment on May 11th. So for those of you who are going to Disneyland Paris, sorry, you're not going to be able to ride one of the best versions of Pirates of the Caribbean that's mm. not in Shanghai Disney. Yeah. Uh, it's been announced that the Pirates of the Caribbean will be closed for most of May at Disneyland Paris. The attraction's annual refurbishment calls for an all-hands-on-deck approach, meaning the ships will be anchored uh, from May uh, Monday, May 11th, and will be reopening for pillaging and pirating. On September May 30th, so it's like, you know, 19 days. That's not so bad. Uh, as we know, all the rides need downtime to keep them in tip-top condition. Uh, sorry. Pish sorry, posh. It's in my throat. <laughs> my throat. <laughs> as we all know, they need to be kept in tip-top condition. Uh, it's always hard to see them close down. Have no fears. There will be plenty going on at Disneyland Paris Resort during the Pirates Temporary Parlay. Uh, this includes the incredible Marvel season of superheroes, which will run from March through June. In the meantime, have you seen the newest television commercial for the Disneyland Paris Resort? No. Uh, it features all your favorite attractions and the new slogan, Where Magic Gets Real. Ooh. Where Magic Gets Real, Magic Happens. Right. These quotes are not great. <laughs> not great. All right, uh, your television is going to come to life. You will now yeah. have uh, the Mandalorian character meet and greet coming soon to Disney have, Parks. Have all these been confirmed? Because I know a friend of ours got in trouble for announcing some of this stuff. I don't know if this is confirmed. Okay. Well, take this as a grain of salt. It may or may not happen. We have no confirmation. Correct. <clears throat> uh, with the success of the Mandalorian, the series on Disney Plus, a uh, duh. Lucas and Disney are scrambling to meet the unexpected demand for Baby Yoda merch and all things Mando. Uh, with <laughs> merchandise already in production way after Christmas and it was too late. The next integration involves the Disney parks. There's the Synergy Woman. Synergy Woman thing happening. Mm -hmm. In the form of upcoming character meet and greets, according to the internet, a uh, Lucasfilm official has confirmed in... Upcoming Mando meet and greet coming soon to Disney Parks. It probably wasn't Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Uh, there's no question that Star Wars Galaxy Edge, which opened inside Disney's Hollywood Studios, would make a great home for the real-life Mando. Duh. Yeah, I wouldn't put him in front of the Muppet Theater. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't either. Although if we could resurface They captured the Kermit. Now what? <laughs> this baby Kermit. <laughs> no, 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 no. The problem with putting Mandalorian in front of the uh, the Muppet Theater uh -huh. is the child will eat Kermit. Oh, he eats frogs. Remember? Well, there you go. <laughs> Hope he likes pork too, and uh, perhaps even an animatronic uh, child. So, when will these uh, wholly anticipated photo ops really become a reality? Well, there's no official announcement just yet. Lucasfilm, a senior vice president of licensing. Paul Southern indicated that uh, meeting Mando will soon be a staple attraction, exclusively telling uh, a internet source that it can be happening in the very near future. 
Uh, as the Mandalorian uh, tradition dictates, Mando would be a fully costumed character. Well, I don't want him to come in his street clothes. Butt naked. Hey, buddy, what's going on? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> oh, Bro did, did, did you leave your Mando outfit in the car? What's up? <laughs> I have spoken. <laughs> this is the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, since he never takes off his mask, uh, it might be a bit easier to cast him as far as uh, Baby Yoda goes. However, uh, there's far more development. Listen, listen. We got BB-8. They're gonna make a Baby Yoda. It's gonna happen. Yeah, BB-8. We we uh, here's the thing. BB-8's a ball that spins. Yeah. We had a Baby Groot. Yeah. We could easily do Mando. Yeah. We could easily do Baby Yoda. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was weird when Star Lord like was it. talking to Groot. I liked it. Back off. Come on. I think He's... it needed to be more into I like. Uh, it was yeah. it was weird. Okay. Uh, it was a full on animatronic or some other complex creature creation. Yeah, listen, they could do anything. It's Disney. I'd be I'd be interested in a Mando meet greet. I would be too, man. I mean, seriously, it can't be that difficult. I mean, here here's a secret. Mm-hmm. Take the Boba Fett outfits, mm-hmm. spray paint it. Yeah. I mean, how hard could it be? I mean, they can't be seriously that concerned about costuming. Cool. Can they? Really? Call the 501. I bet they have a, a costume uh, template already. They have several people who are willing to be Mandalorian yeah. for free. Yeah, I'm sure they would. That would be great. Yep. No, I think it would be good. I think it would be great. Uh, the trick will be getting the voice. Mm. Uh, well, But uh, there's a will, there's a way. Well, Chewbacca doesn't really talk. Uh, he makes growls and stuff. Yeah. Kylo Ren uses the voice of. He's got a voice box thing in his helmet. Yeah, so would so would Mandalorian. Yeah. All right, moving forward. Right. Uh, dates have been announced for the celebrating twenty years of Disney pins. Hmm. It's only been twenty years. It feels like two thousand. I'm just saying. Uh, the 2020 pin trading event at Walt Disney World has been announced. Discover a unique collection of pins that honor the last twenty years. And look forward to the future where anything can happen. <laughs> Dates have been announced for the celebrating 20 years of Disney pins, 2020 pin trading event. So, uh, since the dawn of the millennium. And the mm, first time in forever. It's actually accurate. That's the sad thing. Since the dawn of the millennium, we have gathered to celebrate the magic of pin trading. We've journeyed through time, shared Walt's dream, gathered for a decade of memories, joined the circus, came face-to-face with Disney villains, let our imagination soar, had adventures like none other, and now here we are at a new milestone. So join us to remember and reminisce and connect with old friends and make some new ones in the community. The family we've built together. Hashtag plus. Uh, where's it going to be? Well, World Showplace, of course, at Epcot. When? Saturday, August 27th, or 2nd, August 22nd through August 23rd. On-site pre-registration will take place on Friday, August 21st, subject to change or cancellation with no notice. Additional registration and event information has not yet been released, but mark your calendars now for August 22nd through August 23rd and get your pins shined up here's the thing that i don't particularly appreciate about this 
Why do I have to pay to go to an event to buy pins? Or trade them. Isn't... If I'm going there to buy things, aren't I giving you money? <laughs> Isn't that built in the cost of the pin? Okay. Now, come here. Come here, little Tony. <laughs> Let me tell you a secret, okay? You pay a fee every year yeah. for four magazines and the right to buy merchandise that you can't get anywhere else. Or to pay for other events. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. That's the whole scoopage there. Um, I, you know, I, I'm not a pin person. Mm. I don't know if this is a big deal I've for stopped. Me. Yeah, it's, it's super duper expensive. Yes. I did it for a while. Mm -hmm. I only collected certain pins and mm -hmm. it got expensive. Yes. Um. I just couldn't. I just couldn't justify it any longer. That's my. But that's some my people, it's the way of life. So, yeah. yeah. You know, this is their. This is their Super Bowl. This is their Star Wars weekend. Yeah. This is their. You know. Destination D. Yeah. Yeah. They do. So, they do do this event every year. It is typically in August and September. Uh, I just. I just don't like paying to go. To buy more pins. I just. Yeah. I, I don't like doing it. Is there food and stuff available? No. no, no. So they're just letting you in the building? Yeah. yeah. And, so ma and that, that may be the thing, that they have to pay for World Showplace and the cast members to be there. And how do they do that? You know, how do yeah, they pay? The problem that they have to cross-bill each other, you know, right. the pin people have to cross-bill the World Showplace people. So, anyway. Well, there you go. There you go. Anywho, uh, hey, if you have not, uh, please go over to uh, DisneyByTheNumbers.com and sign up for uh, our t-shirt club. Uh, if you go to DisneyByTheNumbers.com, there's a pull down for the subscription, and then you can sign up. And then each month, we put out a new shirt. looks very much like this, or something like this. Uh, they go all the way up to, we have extended sizes, uh, 5X for unisex and 3X uh, for the ladies. Uh, they are cheap. They're either $13 or $16, depending on the size. And the shipping is very reasonable. And uh, you have usually only 10 days, and then it goes into what we call our Disney vault. And she'll never be seen again. On rare occasions, we pour things out. But for the most part, they go bye-bye. I would say that the shirts are high quality. They're just yes. inexpensive. Yes. They're not cheap. No, they're not cheap shirts. They're very soft and luxurious. They're very economical. Yeah. Yeah. Would be the point. Yeah. They are not uh Disney priced. <laughs> no, they are not. But they are they're far superior in quality, yes. in my opinion. Yes. That's just my opinion. We yeah. yep. Hey kids, how about a little headline news? And now the headline news. All right, first up, uh, Disneyland Pass holders, you're going to get another shot at another attraction. Uh, you have your special after-hours access coming up for Indiana Jones, the adventure. So if you want to do that, I think you have to be in the park. You have to have your annual powers pass. You have to have a photo ID. You got to prove who you are. So you go do that. Also in downtown Disney, uh, over at Disneyland, uh, Jamba uh, has opened up the juice place, Jamba. Sorry. Jamba Juice. Jamba Juice, yep. Reopened up. 
Remember they shut everything down, threw everybody out? Well, now they're starting to come back. <laughs> come back, Shay. <laughs> yep. Uh, Lulu Mom, which I believe is a woman's uh, sports apparel place, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I believe they do like, I think they do Disney uh, prints too, if I'm not mistaken. Like leggings and things. I don't know anything about Lululemon. I yeah. don't know anything. Uh, they are coming to Disney Springs this year. Uh, we don't know where. I think there's some places over by the Play Pig, right? Isn't there a place where? Uh, yeah. Isn't there one or two places? I think down there. I, I don't know exactly where. I think all the places next to the Pig are gone or are, are filled. Yeah. Uh, I think a little further past, uh, a little before Ron John, I believe. Yeah. yeah. They probably. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, when they make the big announcement, we'll let you know. Uh, if you're looking for Baby Yoda, Build-A-Bear is coming out with their version of Baby Yoda. <laughs> I wonder if it'll have uh, like a Baby Yoda voice box or heart or something. You know, normally they, they can put things in it like it can make sounds or have a heart. Dude. They are going to make a fortune off of yeah. these things. The heartbeat is really weird. It's like... Doo, 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 yeah. Doo, doo, doo. <laughs> it goes like this. Uh, Star Wars The Rise of uh, Skywalker is coming to digital and physical editions in March. So if you have to own a copy before it even gets to Disney Plus. Yeah, buddy. I, I don't know why people are going to go buy movies when they're going to be on Disney Plus. I think Disney's going to hate this Disney Plus. <laughs> I don't know. You think people I, I still buy them? Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, hey, updated uh, guide maps are coming uh, to Epcot on February 25th, and then they're changing the complete way they look on March 4th. So there's right. a, 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 an addition you're going to want to get on February for people that collect the maps. Is what I'm telling. I'm trying to tell you, go on February 25th or have somehow get one, and then it's going to completely change again on March 4th. So if you collect these little things, I have a a ton of them. You're going to want these two. Uh, and we've been speaking about it, and now we just got to get there. Uh, the Regal Eagle Smokehouse officially opened at Epcot. And uh, it looks pretty good. Outside in that eating area, John, they built an actual smoker where they're actually smoking the meat. Sweet. They're smoking it on prem. Yeah, and then inside they have like a bunch of different kind of barbecue condiment types, you know, like nice. you know, St. Louis and Southern and you know, all the kinds that people would want. Kind nice. of barbecue stuff. It looks good. Sarah said yeah. she heard mixed reviews, right? Yeah, we've heard a little bit of mixed reviews. Mm. But, I mean, it's... Uh, dude. I it's, think it depends on your... What you're a barbecue aficionado on. And then if you don't get... Like, if you go, oh, right. let me try that. Well, that is not what you like normally, right? Right. I, yeah, I get that. Yeah. You know, I... You just you just have to pick it. That's why like places like Flight Pick, they just make it how they make it. Yeah. If you don't like it, you, you don't, don't like go. It. Yeah. Right. You know, Disney's trying to be a little bit of everything to everybody. Right. And that's tough because you know you have to marinate those things the right way and you have to yep. baste them the right way. It's right. not just slapping barbecue sauce on it. Yep. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I it a little bit because of the name, and then I, you know, once we realized it was a 
a tribute to Sam the Eagle and mm. the Muppets. Oh, well, yeah, that makes total sense now. Yeah. We should go this weekend and wear our Sam the Eagle shirts. Yes. Uh, I'm not so sure we're going to make that, but yes, oh, we should. All right. Well, let me know. Our puppy. Hey, well, our puppy is getting some surgery on Friday, so uh, we don't know what's happening. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> all right, guys. We appreciate you taking time to uh, be a part of the show. If you're uh, in the chat room, thanks for being here. Uh, we do uh, go live on Facebook at facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. We would encourage you to come hang out. Uh, come find us over on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. No, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Disney Parks Podcast and Twitter at Disney Podcast. We don't do a ton over on Twitter. Mm. Uh, but we really want you to come to DisneyParksPodcast.com. That's where we have our show archives and our links to our great friends and sponsors. Uh, like our show sponsor, which is Destinations to Travel. Uh, you can go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two travel. Fill out that form and uh, someone will take great care of you from Destinations to Travel. And uh, again, visit us over on Patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast if you want to support the show. And like we always say, we don't see you online. We'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc., are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company.